Peak Wealth Management proudly presents the Trust the Plan podcast with Nick Hopwood and Jim Pilot, where we believe by providing education and guidance, we can help you retire with peak confidence. Now, here are your certified financial planners, Nick and Jim. Welcome. Welcome, everyone, to episode 205 of the Trust the Plan podcast. I'm Nick Hopwood. And I'm Jim Pilot. And uh, let's see. Today, we're talking about a Wall Street Journal article that we just read talking about how joint bank accounts, right, for a marriage, right? Mm-hmm. So before you get married, you know, I have my account, you have yours, right? Paychecks come into each one. Yeah. When they get married, a lot of people just keep doing it that way, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the best practice is to combine your finances and cash flow and paychecks and everything. Yeah. So the, the headline says, People are more satisfied with their relationships overall, and they're on the same page with their money. And I believe it. Absolutely. I believe it, too. I'm actually always surprised how often we run into folks that still have his and hers accounts. And then maybe they have a joint one that they pay the bills out of. But to me, the thought of having you know his and hers account, I mean, it just opens up the door for a lot of uh, you know slippage, right, in the budget. <laughs> For sure, and and you know distrust. Yeah, feeling and, like it's free money. Well, it's mine. It's free. I can do whatever I want with it. You, I think I feel like you're just letting a lot of opportunity slip away to to do something positive with it and save or somehow be invest or be on the same page together with it. Yeah, I I formulated my belief about this as a kid because so my parents are divorced and I'm sitting there at my dad's house like in I don't know middle school high school. And my stepmom would have like a sticky note on the refrigerator that says, Hop owes me $25 mm-hmm. for like whatever. I'm like, like, how do you owe each other money? Yeah. Right? And because they had their bank, their mm-hmm. banking separated. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's my money and your money instead of ours. Right. And what was nice is that I was able to convince them to combine their banking you know, 20 years after that. You yeah. Know, I don't remember how long ago that was, but, but I think that that was nice for them. I think that if you ask them now that they would say, yeah, that was a good idea. Mm-hmm. You know, it just seems ridiculous. Like I owe my wife money. Right. Yeah. Right. Cause it really doesn't show you that you're on the same team, right? You should be on the same team. You should be working forward to the same goals. But like you said, if those, if those, uh, the thoughts on money at that time aren't aligned, well, maybe in my mind, I'm thinking we need to be saving for this next vacation. And my wife's out there thinking, I need some new clothes, right? Now I'm frustrated because she's spending all this money that we could be saving for this vacation. Like, you know what I mean? There's this. Do I need to talk goal. to her? Yeah, let's, let's bring her on. <laughs> she hasn't been on yet, right? <laughs> no, she hasn't. So here's another story. This is, you know, maybe 10 years ago at church. We, the, our church has a uh, marriage encounter. It's like a whole curriculum that you have to go through weekly and then they'd have like a, a weekend retreat where they just bombard you with all this stuff yeah and so i was uh, i remember going through it as a youngster you know mm-hmm. but also i was asked to be the financial person to talk about uh on on the weekend part right yeah. and so i created this you know hour-long presentation and part of it was combining your bank right well the lady who was in charge of the class she, she was like questioning me as we were, like we had a, a, a prep hour, mm-hmm. like on Friday before the Saturday session. And she was like, 
kind of hammering me on this topic. And so I was steadfast, right? And said, no, this is what we believe in, right? Yeah. You can do what you want, but I'm just telling you the best practice. And she didn't like it. So she was kind of peppering me. And in my mind, that just meant that she was resisting, right? Yeah, she clearly had. Clearly they account. had separate accounts, right? <laughs> yeah, and she's sure. like, what's wrong with that? Right? You know, mm -hmm. what's wrong with this? It works for me, right? Yeah. And that's fine. Go for it. But I'm just telling you what the best practice is. Mm -hmm. uh, and she never invited me back. So <laughs> I'm not, you know, I kind of feel like that was why. Yeah. I feel like that's why I wasn't invited back. She didn't want to. Maybe I'm not a good speaker, you know, but, <laughs> or maybe she didn't like me. I don't know. But that's my suspicion. Yeah. She didn't want to be made to feel guilty again. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, I'm, not, I'm not here to make you feel guilty. I'm here to give you yeah. a tip, right? Right. Okay. So there's another article that was very similar in nature from the Wall Street Journal recently that says, in your marriage, you need to have a CFO and a COO. Mm -hmm. And that, to me, struck a chord. It resonated, I should say, because that's how we do it. Mm -hmm. You know, my wife stays at home with the kids. And, you know, I, I work here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm the CFO of mm -hmm. the household, right? We have that joint bank account. But I'm the one who has all of the, you know, expense tracking set up, yeah. the net worth tracking. I'm the one who pays the the bills, you know, I have everything auto pay and right. set up in the bill pay system. He doesn't really have to think about anything money related unless, unless I'm like pinging her like, hey, what the heck's going on with this mm -hmm. credit, this credit card right. charge, you know. <laughs> but, uh, but I think that she does a great job as the COO, mm -hmm. right, setting up all the, ki all the kids' activities, coordinating with the school, you know, the, the field trips and... Um, getting them to school and the after-school activities, setting up vacations, right? Doing all that scheduling type stuff. And, right. and, tell, and I'll, I just have to show up, mm -hmm. right? Tell me where I need to be right. and I'll show up, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I think it works really good for us. Yeah, it's not that uncommon from the other one where, you know, you have separate roles for this one, but it, it produces conversation, right? It produces opportunities to talk about these things and be on the same page with them. You know, with the with the bank, if you're not on the same page, you're doing your own things, right? With this, you kind of have different roles, but it, it allows you to, to have those conversations. You know, my wife and I all the time will have those conversations because our setup's similar to yours. But hey, who, who we got? Who do we have to get where after school? You know, it just provokes that conversation to to be on the same page, even though each of us take a lead on the different different aspects. Yeah. So yeah, I guess that's an a important distinction. With part one of this topic, we're talking about having your money together. It doesn't mean that you both are equally involved. Mm -hmm. it's, just, right. it's just ours, but I'm going to take the lead. And mm -hmm. I share with her. I say, hey, look, you know, here's yeah. what's going on, right? right. You know, and it's important that if someone's not going to take the lead, that they're, they still understand. Because right. if, if I'm gone, she has to know right. where to pick up the slack, right? Takes us back to uh, the expense tracking episode a week or so. Ago. That was a, that was a good one, man. I really <laughs> like that one. But right, but that expense tracking sheet is a really like like you just said when you showed it to her. I, I pictured you showing the expense tracking sheet because that's what I do to my wife Emily, right? And we say, look, here's what came in this month. Here's what we spent. It was higher this month. It was lower this month. Whatever it is, it just allows you to have that conversation in five minutes and really kind of be on the same page. Yeah, or the net worth, right? Where you're like, hey, yeah. look, hey, it's been a great month. Look, check this out, yeah. right? Or it's been a bad month or a bad quarter, mm -hmm. you know, we're going to have to cut back. 
like right. in Big Daddy. Microsoft went down two right. points. And he <laughs> smashes the soup can on the floor. <laughs> right. <laughs> but if you want to go back and check out episode 203, it's probably our best one yet. Yeah. So check that out. And if you're not watching on YouTube, uh, please check that out. YouTube.com slash PeakWealthMGMT. And subscribe and follow and like us and share with your friends. You know, we'd really love to grow our podcast following. And that's it for episode 205. Thank you so much. Peak Wealth Management thanks you for watching and listening to the Trust the Plan podcast featuring certified financial planners Nick Hopwood and Jim Pilot. If you enjoyed our program, please subscribe and share. If you'd like to learn more about our services, please visit peakwm.com peakwm.com today. See you next week.